Well, Trey, I guess your uh, your dream is dead. Sorry to break Shocked. the Shocked news. Shocked the NCAA doesn't want to take the free layup. You know, they totally missed the opportunity. And first of all, let's get this thing clear as well. Much like we had to clarify the idea of Jamie Chowell being in Starkville, Mississippi earlier this week was a photoshopped idea because uh, usually they will fly to you for your initial interviews uh, with a particular school. There's also this great thing ta- called video conferencing in whatever form you choose to use that you can do to conduct initial interviews. Um, so that, and by the way, more on that momentarily here in the fast lane uh, in about 10 minutes or so from now. But it's not the NCAA that made this decision. More importantly, it's not President Charlie Baker who made the decision to give the old hair gel treatment to the JMU Dukes. Oh, you know what we're referencing if you're of age to have seen this ad back in the day with Walt Frazier and Keith Hernandez. This one rejected. Rejected. Yes, that's the verdict that was dropped on JMU and Jacksonville State. Just for men. Yes, indeed. Trey, why did you have to bring up a brand that is not partnering with us? Here I don't the think they would lane? ever partner with us, so it's okay. Uh, you know, I mean, if you have on some principle, hair, fo- I disagree. It. Um, if you ever have hair issues that, uh, well, maybe if we start mentioning them, they'll, they'll sponsor us. You could think it the other way. You so. know, there are plenty of people that have said that that would be how it works. And then they don't actually follow through. Well, you I'll know, try my way. method and well, here's ready. We got it completely covered. If I do it, my method and you, you do it your way, then it works. One of us will be correct. Exactly. So anyway, the hair gel company whose name it's not I a will hair not gel mention, company. It's a hair coloring company. Whatever the hair coloring company. It fixes some gray in the hair. Yes, whose name will not officially be uttered out of my mouth until they decide to partner with us here in the fast lane. Out of respect for and all of our great. And it's just for grown-ups who are of the not female persuasion. There you go. So, just in case you need a reference. For but anyway, we reference that here in the fast lane because the NCAA gave the old rejected treatment to JMU and Jacksonville State last night. Trey pretends to be surprised that his dream pretends to be shocked, yeah. Of Charlie Baker, the president of the NCAA, appearing on game day this coming weekend and announcing the Dukes to be ball eligible. By some means, other than not enough teams reaching 6-6, six and six, which actually is a very real possibility, as Brett McMurphy, respected college football reporter, detailed last week, Fast Lane, Ned Lane, where you listen to podcasts to hear that. But any other method. Charlie Baker missing the layup for the NCAA. But here's the thing, Trey. It's not Charlie Baker. People love to boo Roger Goodell. And now they've done it to a certain extent with Adam Silver, although he's often liked at times in the NBA. And they've done it with Rob Manfred of Major League Baseball, and they've done it with Gary Bettman of the NHL. Rob Manfred sucks. But here's the thing. The owners are merely the people that you should direct your ire towards. I know I'm ending a sentence in a preposition, but whatever. The owners are the people who should be the subject of your outrage. Because here's the thing. Charlie Baker, president of the NCAA, he merely carried out the word of, and I'm not joking when I tell you this, four different community organizations in the NCAA. Four different organizations in this. Can we find any other reason 
to realize that the NCAA is the quintessential picture of bloated bureaucracy. And look, by the way, I would much rather people have bureaucratic jobs than no jobs at all. If we're going to go down that tangent, uh, you know, hey, every job is certainly worthwhile. And that is not to bemoan that part. But there are often levels of bureaucratic power, certain places where you have to go to register your automobile is a great example of this, where you would sit there and go, okay, really? Because here's the reality of what the NCAA has done in terms of putting together any type of organization and verdict when it comes to the JMU Dukes. It's Charlie Baker. And he carried out the verdict of not one. Not one. Not two. Not two. Not three. Not three. I feel like this is a shot at me. But four different organizations from the NCAA. Not two. Not three. Not four. Not five. Actually, yes, four to LeBron James. Here's the thing. Is this not an example of how the NCAA gets things wrong? We have so many committees trying to make a decision that they're not actually making the right decision. And the reality is Charlie Baker is merely carrying out the wishes of the people that employ him and trying to justify the job he has running an antiquated organization at the NCAA. I get it, 100%. When JMU made the jump up from one AA FCS, made that decision a couple of years ago and made the jump last year at the start of the season, and Jacksonville State made the decision a couple of years ago and officially decided to jump this past offseason from 1AA FCS to 1A FBS, they knew what they were getting into. But it's the fact of the matter that we had to have not one, not one, not two, not two, not three, not three, but four different NCAA organizations that had to put their minds together to render a verdict. You have four organizations in the NCAA. You have a president in the NCAA. And you have people that work at this organization. Why in the world do they have jobs? Like, that, that's the part that gets me. You know, again, it's like government bureaucracy where you have different people where, again, some job is better than no job. But the job has to work itself out. I had a great conversation with uh, a certain partner of ours. I'll, I'll mention his name. They're a great partner of ours. But Chris Towns, my guy from Feller Chevrolet. And he was talking about a place where he used to work previously. And he was also referencing Feller Chevrolet. And he said... I tell everyone in our business now, and I'm, I don't own Feller Chevrolet. Chris does not. He's not Feller. It's not Town Chevrolet, by the way. It's Feller's Chevrolet. But Chris, my guy Chris, was saying, look, all of us believe that our jobs are important. And I tell it to the younger people at Feller Chevrolet that your job is important. Why? Because if your job wasn't important, we would not have your job at Feller Chevrolet or at insert your other business. That's how most organizations operate but not the NCAA. And that's the part that just cracks me up more than anything about this ruling. It's not like it took one or two people to put themselves together. You have four different committees that came up with this JMU ruling. And yes, they knew what they were getting into when they signed up. Yes, it's absurd. They're not bowl eligible. Yes, clearly they know that they can put together a viable football product in year two as they did in year one when they also were not bowl eligible. And Jacksonville State, clearly ready to have made the jump up from 1AA FCS to 1A FBS, as evidenced by the fact that they have enough wins to become bowl eligible. But we need multiple committees to put this together. I know you may laugh at your religious organization. I'm on different church committees at St. John's Episcopal Church, and I'm grateful to work with them. You may laugh at your church organization for having too many committees. 
just understand that they may have too many committees, but it can't be as ridiculous as the NCAA, which is almost as ridiculous as what you're doing if you're not shopping for Christmas now at InsaneRadioDeals.com. Because at InsaneRadioDeals.com, not only can you still get, for just a few more minutes, two tickets for 22-22 to the UMass Liberty game. There are only a handful left this coming Saturday. Trey can get you taken care of and make sure you've got those tickets ready. It's a, such a simple and easy process that you can buy two for yourself or you can buy multiples if you want to go with your family or friends all because of InsaneRadioDeals.com. And if you're on the fence and you're like, you know what, I'm feeling a little frisky. I want to run in the Star City Ave Marathon or 10K. You can go ahead and sign up for that as well through tomorrow. And we can go ahead and get you that $50 gift card to Fleet Feet Roanoke, which some people have taken advantage of. But... You don't have to use that gift card tomorrow at Packet Pickup at Fleet Feed in Roanoke. You can use it somewhere else. All thanks to InsaneRadioDeals.com. Now, appropriately, as always, when we're getting into the weeds, it's time to do it relative to the Liberty Flames. And most importantly, comparing how to handle a rebuttal that you are going to be a coaching candidate somewhere else. Let's get into the weed. <coughs> Smoke weed every day. Excuse me. Let's get into the weeds where we take a dive into different sports topics here on the Fast Lane. So Jamie Chabwell took the opportunity last night via the Liberty Flames Sports Network uh, to mention some points about the rumors. First of all, the comical part of Jamie Chabwell tweeting about the coaches show from Starkville, Mississippi. Um, He reiterated what not just we said earlier in the Fast Lane. But what plenty of others have said as well, that the photo you may have seen on the internet, Jamie Chabwell saying that, tweeting out the coaches show Wednesday night, that it'll be in Starkville, Mississippi. It was not actually in Starkville, Mississippi. First of all, I wasn't in Starkville when I retweeted that. Whoever did, whoever photoshopped that, nice job. And it is somewhat sarcastic from Jamie Chabwell, but it's not just us. Bud Elliott of the Cover 3 podcast, the production of CBS Sports uh, and CBS Sports Radio, uh, he, he mentioned as well the same thing we've said, which is, When you're in these initial exploratory phases, revert back to what Auburn very covertly did last year. Uh, Flight Tracker says this took place. Flying a plane from Auburn, not to Roanoke Lynchburg, but to Charlottesville, Virginia, to, again, we'll speculate, interview Hugh Freeze at a location up there as opposed to down here because people in that area may not care as much about Liberty Athletics, sorry to LU, as they would in Lynchburg. Or if he flew into Roanoke, it's the same DMA so the media could get tipped off in this area. So just keep that part in mind. You can fly to other neutral locations and areas. Uh, There are different airports that you could utilize. But then here's Jamie Chabwell. He didn't explicitly say he would not take the Ole Miss job or he's not interested in that or Texas A&M. But he was pretty emphatic that there's a reason why they chose Liberty University. Anytime and, you know, anytime you've had success, you go through these things, right? And anytime there's rumors, one, they're just rumors. Uh, but when you have that and your name pops up, it's because your team's playing well and all those things. Uh, our staff, our families, we chose to come here because we believe in the mission of liberty. We believe in um, uh, what it stands for. We believe in that because that's what we stand for. Uh, and we chose to come here when there was uh, opportunities to go other places. We wanted to be here because of what that mission is and what we believe in. Jamie Chabwell, uh, you know, it's not a denial of interest in other opportunities. But he reiterated and did strengthen his commentary last night on the Liberty Football Coaches Show on the Liberty Flames Sports Network um, about being at Liberty University. And his initial leadoff of when you have success, there's going to be interest. 
Uh, we'll get to this in our feedback after the Fast Five at 5-ish, around 5.20 today in the Fast Lane. But oh, Jamie Chabell mentioning that when you have success, others come sniffing around to potentially inquire about your services or at least see what you've done. That is exactly what we heard Dan Lanning say in regard to the Texas A&M opening earlier this week. Yeah, we talk about outside noise a lot in our program. Um, I guess the reality here is, one, our, our, my name and uh, our program would never be in the, a topic of conversation for another school if, if we didn't have something here that everybody else wanted. And the reason we have something here uh, that everybody else wants, that's because of what our players, our coaches, the support that exists here at Oregon have created. I think I've been really, really clear here since day one. Uh, everything I want exists right here. Dan Lanning, Oregon head football coach. Kind of similar to what Hugh Free, or not Hugh Free, Scott Forty and Slip Air. Jamie Chabwell said on the Liberty Flames Sports Network last night on their coaches show. And Chabwell even went so far as to mention uh, after the comment we just played a moment ago about Jamie Chabwell and why his staff came to Liberty. Again, he didn't say they wouldn't take another job. He didn't say when they might leave to take another job or if that might happen or if Mississippi State would be of interest to him. He never really addressed that part. But if you read into what he said here, I would venture to say, while it's not a denial as strong as Dan Lanning, and we'll show that momentarily, it is something that at least addresses the desire to be at Liberty a longer period of time. We're thankful to be here. Uh, we came here to build a program. Uh, and not to just have a team to go try to take another job. That's not what we're about. So we, we're excited about being here. Our family is. Uh, a bunch of guys have bought houses, and they're building <laughs> things. And and, uh, and so rumors are rumors. Yep. Uh, unless you hear it from uh, me, it ain't true. And so uh, we're excited about being here and what we're building here, and we're not done with that. Jamie Chappell. And, of course, you can hear the fans clapping in the background after the uh, comments he made on the Liberty Flames Sports Network last night during his coach's show. Um so for Jamie Chadwell and what he mentioned about coming to build a program and build something, and we've got houses and we're excited and this is the goal. Again, there's wiggle room to get out at any point in time. I mean, look, by the way, my wife is, is in real estate with Divine Fall Realty, so hit me up, Fast Lane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you're looking for a, uh, a home or looking to sell your home. And uh, if the Liberty Coaching staff happens to unexpectedly be looking to sell a home, Perhaps uh, they could message us in confidentiality, uh, and I'll give you my wife's information. And uh, there you Mead go. That Lane. was Smith. You can just go straight to Mead Lane, and that way she'll keep it confidential from me. And you can, uh, you know, go go through the process of hooking my wife up. And uh, you know, I'll you can I'll thank you later uh, about that. But anyway, Dan Lanning was a little more emphatic than Jamie Chabwell. Again, there's wiggle room in Jamie Chabwell. I bu- I believe him, and Trey and I have outlined that if I'm Mississippi State, I sniff around Chadwell. Uh, I-, I don't have a problem with those rumors at least being out there. But, uh, by the way, the Chadwell comment of unless the rumors come from me, uh, you know, I-, I don't totally buy that. They will definitely not come from you. It never will because l- this time a year ago, o- almost this time a year ago, it was Pete Thamel of ESPN who had just taken the job there who broke the Hugh Freeze rumors on game day. And Hugh Freeze never denied it even afterwards when we asked him about it. That would be the royal we for us, by the way, in the fast lane. But asked him about it in the post-game uh, media availability after New Mexico State. And again, I have no ill will toward Hugh Freeze from that exchange. I'm doing a job he had a job to do at the time uh, of trying to you know prevent something from getting out there when it wasn't official. But boosters at a place like Auburn want to generate hype. Agents like Jimmy Sexton in Hugh Freeze's case want that information out there. And a lot of these programs, particularly bigger SEC programs, it's hard to let this information stay under wraps. It's going to get out over a period of time. So I get it. Coaches are naturally, I don't mean this disparagingly, but control freaks. And they want to control the message and the narrative. Good luck with that. 
Like, good, good luck that you're actually going to be able to do that. If you have more people in the pie, somebody's mouth is going to open up and the word is going to get out. So I don't buy that, especially if it comes from, as we mentioned before, a Ross Dellinger of Yahoo, Pete Thamel of ESPN, Brett Murphy of Action Network, um, any of those groups of reporters that are out there that break these types of stories. Dennis Dodd of CBS, Chip Patterson and Bud Elliott are guys. Uh, and heck, even well-plugged in local reporters on a certain level. Maybe the ones to break it, as we've seen before. So that's the case. Now, if you're looking for an emphatic denial, it wasn't Jamie Chappell. It was pretty close to that. But you can go a step further by flat-out dismissing jobs and rumors, which, again, if you want an example on that, this is what Dan Lanning did of Oregon when asked about the Texas A&M opening. I'm not going anywhere. There's zero chance that I would be coaching somewhere else. Um, I've got unfinished business here. There's a lot that I want to accomplish uh, here at Oregon. My number one priority is being elite um, here at Oregon. And we have the resources, the tools. Um, anybody that can't understand why you would want to be here at this place doesn't understand exactly what exists here, right? Like what I've said before, with a 13-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 10-year-old, to be able to raise your uh, family in a community like this, to be able to compete for uh, championships and have the ability to get the resources you need. That's Dan Lanning part one of the rebuttal. He didn't mention jobs in particular or anything else. Just do it. But he got a lot more firm in part two. You know, a lot of coaches hang on to these moments and they don't do anything or don't say anything. One, because they don't want egg on their face when they decide to do something else. Right. Two, because they're concerned about things that I'm not concerned about, like getting a better contract. Like I'm taken care of extremely well here at Oregon. I have the resources I need here at Oregon to be really, really successful. I'm not motivated by that. I'm motivated by winning. I'm motivated by being elite here. Um, and our players deserve my complete focus. Uh, our fans deserve the best uh, product on the field. So it's outside noise. It didn't matter before. It doesn't matter now. I'll continue to say it till I'm blue in the face. I want to be here at Oregon. Uh, that hasn't changed. That won't change. Dan Lanning. Again, Trey. I, that was, he, he did a really good job to fill fans up with some confidence. Dan Lanning did? Yeah, get it? Phil. Yes, I know. The Phil, booster. Phil the, Knight. He's basically the owner of Oregon Athletics. The reason why he has so many resources. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can check the box on he, that one, Trey. When he asks for something, you know what You know what the response is? Check, just, please? No, just do it. Ha, ha, ha. I went a different route than you. Do you get the check reference? Yeah, because the, the swoosh. swoosh logo, yeah, but yes. what's the phrase for Nike? Yes, just uh, do it. I, I get it as well, okay. Trey. Um. But anyway, you know, here's the thing. Jamie Chabot wasn't that emphatic as, as Dan Lanning was. Because, um, no offense to Liberty, what it's Dan Lanning can get paid. It's a lot harder to upgrade Dan <laughs> yeah. it's a, so, so first of all, Liberty has money. If you listen to, and, and I've, I've listened to, and it's publicly available knowledge and insight. But whether it's Brett McMurphy or Andy Staples or our guys on the CBS Sports Cover 3 podcast. They have dollar a, dollar any bills. Any of them all. Liberty has what most Power Five group of five programs do not have, which you're correct, Trey. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. And as we've said all along, it affords a coach the opportunity to be selective when you leave. I know Oregon doesn't have the brand cachet of a lot of programs, but in terms of resources, the fact they've made you the can win a national title at Oregon, even made, though they haven't done it yet. They made the national title game though twice in the last 15 years at Oregon, and the way there he's is, recruiting right now. They're on a path to... 100%. They're flipping kids. I I laugh about the Miami, but they're stealing kids away from USC, SEC schools, Florida State, and others. Like, they're Ohio State. They're winning those battles. That is not easy 
for a school that's out there. Oregon is sixth right now in the uh, 2024 team rankings. They they are poised. So it's it's harder to upgrade. What Liberty affords you to do, it is different. It affords you to wait and be patient. And I've said this all along. If I'm Mississippi State, I want Chadwell. But if I'm Chadwell, I don't want Mississippi State. You can hold out and be better, and Liberty's going to continue to give you chances to win games. And people say, yeah, there are only a few number of jobs that open up in the Power 2 conferences of the Big Ten and the SEC. I don't disagree with that. But here's the other thing. Because of the amount of money there, there's more pressure. Because of the money and pressure, coaches are going to get cycled out faster, so jobs may open up sooner than they should or should expect. What if Penn State gets frustrated with James Franklin? Wait out and see if that opens up. I'd take that if I were Jamie Chadwell. He's not getting that. No, but but again, I, I play play with me on this tray. Okay. Whether it's that opportunity. Say Tennessee hits a rough patch, and what we saw this year with Joe Milton continues the next couple of years. That opens up. I mean, Chadwell's an East Tennessee Chadwell's an East Tennessee guy. I could see that making sense. He's not getting it though. But but they're gonna not, go after a different fish. I mean, perhaps. So my argument with this is that there is a net like the only negative against Jamie Chadwell, and I'm not saying I agree with this, is that he has no Power 5 experience whatsoever. So, I, I, so he's going to have to go to a Power 5, a lower-tier Power 5 school, probably. I, that I, is I, his next logical move. Here's the one place that I'll brush back on that. Again, and I've said this before, he's not resigning more on this in the Fast 5 at 5-ish. But an opening that could possibly come up about two or a hours mid-tier, south of here. a mid-tier Power 5 school. So North Carolina is, to me, a mid-tier Power 5 school. I mean, they have the I've resources of a higher tier, but yeah. they, they, they've they not won at that high tier of a level. Well, the other one I've mentioned, and if you look at a lot of the advanced metrics, but West Virginia this year, they've actually won a lot of 50-50 ball games, and that stuff usually regresses. Too bad that the Sacred Sun is free now I mean, with no offset. If I'm West Virginia, I'd rather have Chabwell over Jimbo Fisher. Like, Jimbo Fisher benefited from... He, he's, he's had two places oh, where culture building Oh, I agree, man. I agree. I'm just telling you. What's going to happen? You know, I, I, you would love it as a Virginia Tech fan because it would be a total disaster. But if I'm Chabwell, that's another opportunity. No, it would be on. hilarious. If no, I could be at any fan and Jimbo Fisher going to West Virginia would be hilarious. I mean, it, it would. Now, if I'm West Virginia, I don't make that move. Anyway... There are other opportunities for Chadwell to be more selective and patient, and I'll even brush back on a place like Tennessee or some of the others. He has, he if his scheme shows that it can win at a high place with NIL, you can bring the players in and let other people handle the procurement and retention of players. In other words, supplying them with enough dollar dollar bills, y'all, that they will stick around in your Power Five program. Your feedback has come in. We appreciate it. After the Fast Five at Five ish, we will get to that next here in the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. 